With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get into this. First of all, like, you always have to sign. People don't understand. You have to sign, like, a, you have to sign, like, a contract every year. Like, even when you're not even arbitration eligible. They go around right. here, sign this, right. sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this. Right? Yep. How's that work? I mean, it's... They just, just like, to, they just come to your lot like before ARB, they basically and even at I guess during ARB, they just come to your locker and say, Hey, this is your what's it, the addendum C or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Your contract. Yeah, yeah, and you find it right there. And you don't it, it's not really a thing where you say, Well, let me run it by my lawyers. You're just like, All right, that's good. No, no I, we agreed on it. I'm sure it's right. This one's a little bit different though, my friend. <laughs> this one's a little bit different. I am sincerely happy for you because you got, much like myself, you got a little bit late start in life, your professional life. Um, and and so I remember talking to you a couple of years ago, and the idea of you being in free agency was like, far. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. It, it, you were like, you're like, oh, I'm going to play another year, then I'm going to coach my kids and retire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, pretty. I mean... I didn't know if I was going to make it this long for where I was when I first, you know, got on, got on here and talked to you for sure. Right. Like, I didn't know that I would get, you know, four or five more years after that. When were you first year arbitration eligible? Uh, 21. Okay. All right. 21, 22, 23. Yeah. 21. All right. Okay. And how old were you? Uh, 33. See, that's what I'm saying. Thirty-three. But that's why I'm. Ha- I'm not. I'm not just like this. This is like a genuinely, yeah, feel- no. a feel-good moment. I mean, it's so. Uh, and skin, obviously, we've gone through your your thing last year. Obviously, when you're DFA'd, it's like, oh well, you know, you just want another chance, right? I mean, you just want another chance. You're not thinking about <laughs> signing yeah. a, a two-year. No. <laughs> like, no. Can you you're imagine not- when you were DFA when you were DFA'd? As you sit here, could you imagine? You probably could imagine being on the Baseballs and Boring podcast. That you could imagine. <laughs> could you imagine us talking about what is it? I I I should say two, two years. What? Two years. Just what? just, just in two year deal in general. I don't want to say. It. Say it. Say it. <laughs> say the numbers. Come on. Nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah. Two years. Nine million. Yes. You making nine million bucks. I asked Joe Kelly, he got a million dollar uh, buyout. I said, he, I said, does that come in one check? He's like, yep. <laughs> like, I'm like, you get it yet? He's like, well, it was wired. I'm like, wouldn't it be sweeter if it was like a check? A check. Like Ricky Henderson? Like, Didn't he put his first check in a, it still never cashed it or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that, that is, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying, it's, I'm just happy for you, man. I'm happy for you. It's 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 a it's a lot of money, but it's it's well deserved because once you you performed, 
And it takes a while, even when you perform, it takes a while sometimes if you get off to a later start. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I'd i be lying if I didn't, you know, wasn't sitting here saying that I wish this was eight years ago. You know, there's there's guys that got in the big leagues after me, got to free agency, and are done playing from the time I got drafted till the time right now. Hmm. And it just... You know, I, like you said, I, I would have never thought that sitting here at 36 after. You'd be getting your biggest, you'd be getting your biggest yeah. payday at 36. Not every, right. other than Rich Hill, nobody says that. Ah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, for real. I mean, for real though. It, it's so, all right. So let's talk about this going through this, you know, okay. You, you, we know the end result and we'll get to the end result. But the process is something, right? It's like you've seen teammates go through it, the free agent process. This is correct me. This is your first time. Yeah, I mean, this, like where where you can't, you know, you could have picked a team before, but this is different, right? This is doing it for real, right? Yeah. So when the season ends, how this is sort of educational for for fans, I think, for how free agency works and and. And I'll I'll guess how it works is that the season that I don't know when you who's your agent? Uh Matt Hannaford, Alliance Matt Sports. Hannaford. We yeah. want to give a shout out to Matt. Good job, Matt. <laughs> oh um, yeah, good. Right. So when you're when the when the season's coming to an end, is it do you sit down with Matt at all just to sort of like, okay, this game plan this a little bit, or do you wait till the season ends? What how does that how does that first step of this process work? Uh yeah, I mean, uh, the end of the season, you know, a couple of days go by and we start talking about, you know, kind of what free agency might look like or, you know, what we might expect and, you know, but it, it, and honestly, like the, at the end of the day, it's kind of a crapshoot, anyways. I mean, uh, but it's it's but you're going into it not to interrupt you, Ryan, but you're going into this and it's exciting, but it's also, it's it's. I'm not even. We'll get to like the evolution of the off season, but oh, just yeah. I mean, even the outset, you're probably nervous about it, right? You know, and I even the way I finished last year, like like you said, being 36, you know, I and I only did it for half the year. Like, still, part of me was like, man, I, you know, I hope there's a lot of some interest, you know, a lot of interest, whatever. I just, you know, I, I, I you know, I feel like I pitched well enough to to finally get like a, you know, some kind of deal. And so I was like super excited for sure. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, but it's as you were, I mean, you were utterly dominant. I'm I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that to make you feel good because the Cowboys lost again and, <laughs> and they kept their coach. <laughs> right. Sorry. But you were, you were utterly dominant. That's not even a lie. Like you had like a one ERA. So, but the caveat with that was, well, like you said, 36, half a year, whatever, whatever. Um, but so when you're going into it, when Matt talks to you, how does he prepare? How does an agent prepare you for this? Because you're going through a million different things, I would imagine. I mean, be patient. Oh, yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> Better- like, like that That was the first, like maybe the first thing that came out of his mouth. You know, we you have to be patient. And if there's and like one thing that he told he was like the one thing I tell everybody, you know, obviously it's super exciting and and you wanna you wanna know what you're doing, but being patient is probably probably the number one thing you know throughout this whole thing that that we talked about. And that's even you know not even really talking money or talking you know years or talking all that stuff. The first you know two months of free agency was kind of just trying to get a feel you know for for what it was going to be and. Um, just be patient, be patient. And yeah, but I, 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 can't, I can't lie, man. It, yeah. I'm not a patient person and it was getting down to, to needing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm prolonging like the, the, the final stretch here, but, right. but it, it's great that good. Again, shout out to Matt for giving you the right message. But guys do sign early. I mean, they're yeah. you, you go back to like the St. Louis Cardinals signed all their guys like out of the gate, Sonny Gray and whoever mm-hmm. else. And so 
So you're saying be patient, be patient, be patient. I'm trying to remember, was there a reliever who was signed? Because you have to sort of monitor everybody else. Was there a reliever other than Joe was signed early, but that was different. Everyone knew. There were, there were a few guys that signed, you know, kind of early, but I, none of the big guys, which wouldn't have really mattered to me anyways, you know, what they were getting. Um, I think they were kind of spread out. Nobody really, I feel like nobody hardly signed in like December. No. Like from from November to January, nobody signed. Other than Joe. When did Joe I thought Joe signed right after like pretty quick after the season? He did. That's what I'm saying. Like Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. But as I told Brandon Gomes, who appeared on the podcast, it would have cost <laughs> them three million dollars in paint to cover up all the murals. So so <laughs> they gotta they gotta bark. <laughs> you are not kidding. <laughs> uh when Joe signs, are you like, oh, they got a guy, and then they they signed some. You know, um, I mean, when they yes signed, no. when they signed Otani and Yamamoto, they're like, no, nah, they're signing too many <laughs> guys. They're not going to sign me. I mean, let's be honest, like a billion to nine million. Like, come I on, I know, I know, but we still, could, it's like no, it's, I, no, no, zero part of me thought when they signed Otani or Yamamoto, I was like, dang, they're not going to sign Ryan Brazier now. I mean, I just uh, – and even, even Joe. Like, I, I think everybody knew Joe wanted to come back. I mean, I just yeah. – but I, there was no part of me ever that thought – now, I did think whenever I finally did agree to it, they were like, well, that was the last piece of the puzzle right there. <laughs> there it is. There, there it is. That is it. Although Kershaw signed after you, I think. Uh, he did. And, and Damn it. Damn it. You could have – you could have been the punctuation. Ryan Brazier could have been the punctuation to the most epic offseason of all time. That's funny. Well, I, I think the guy that's the punctuation probably deserves it more than anybody. Well, well. All right. So you're told to be patient. When do you when do you get antsy? When do, what is the first time where you felt like it, like you said, it was sort of spread out the signings. And we knew that there were so many free agents, especially relievers. I mean, there were so many free agents right. who wasn't signed. But still, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know. I mean, what- like I said, I'm a pretty impatient person. But I I never, even, even to the very end, like, it, let me say this. My agent told me at the end of January, I guess somebody came out with an article that like an 18 – there was like so many guys, like 50 something or 60 something guys that signed from January 25th till the first day of spring training. And then like the top few deals of that offseason were signed after opening day of spring training. And the once he told me that, I was kind of like, all right, like it's it's I'm not I'm not as like nervous or antsy, you know, as I thought I would be. And then honestly, like right after that is when things started kind of heating up. Was there was there a team you always hear like oh this team showed interest first? Was there a team that like came out of the gate and said because that's what some teams want to do? We want to say hey maybe we can get you a little cheaper if we show our love for you um, early on. Yeah, there was there was a, a bunch of teams you know that called and just you know kind of said that you know hey we're interested we're not sure where we're at yet but you know keep us in keep us in the loop. Okay, um, the the whole time you know from day one. We talked to him all off season, um, and it really it was a bunch of phone calls and you know no real offers, I guess, until until the last few weeks. Really? Okay. Did you did you have any calls? And it's up to you. You don't have to say the teams, but did you have? Did, yeah, I'm not going to do that to you. I know you don't want to. So. <laughs> no. no, I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm trying to make this as painless as possible for you. But did you have any calls like where, you, you know, the big part of this is teams sell themselves like the Dodgers did, right? When the Dodgers signed you after you were DFA, right? So did they, did they, you have any calls with teams say, hey, we saw what you did. We think that you can do this. We think that you're going to be a good fit. Do you have any, did you have any, I know that you were dealing with yeah, your agent, but. We had a couple of Zoom calls and, you know, talked some pitching and things that they see or would like to see or. You know, things like that. But, I mean, I I talked to a few different teams, like, through Zoom and stuff. Did the Red Sox ever call? Not on Zoom. 
<laughs> but you're not standing in tall. That's the uh, only one I'm going to ask you about. That's the only one. <laughs> so they I, show, I, honestly, they I don't, I don't know. Oh, for you sure. come on, <laughs> it's all right. It's like it's it's what's what's the di- it's a different regime. It's not like that. It's no. like they're just they can show interest. It's a totally different thing. I mean, I I think they called and just asked kind of where we were at, but it was it was early on. Um, and then I don't I don't know that anything ever they talked anymore after that or where it went but no but I, that's flattering yeah i think it was early on hell i would have 1000 percent came back to boston whether whether or not people wanted me to be back in boston i i would have 100 percent been back in boston well i mean i, I think but, that i think there was but, a lot of mea culpas uh yeah well, I, I ultimately like I, I wanted to come back to la you know from from day one till you know the day that i eventually agreed and and I'm here now. It just uh, last year. Last year was too fun and and too, you know. It just I, I found something that I I feel like I've never had before as far as pitching goes and and you know on the mound. So it was it really wasn't even a a choice on if you would ask me like day one of free agency where I wanted to go was was back here for sure. No, that's I think that's fair. And you know I know that when we you know I. That's, half joking about Boston, but like you still, you know, core is still there, you know, um, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's like, no. and like I said, I, I would have had zero, you know, zero thought about coming back. Mm-hmm. If, if that would, if that would have been the case, like I 100% would have came back to Boston. Yeah. But it's nice. Also, another big part of this was, is free agency. It's nice to be like, acknowledged and wanted right mm. there's t- there's way too many free agents especially you know at, listen you're a young man 30 but especially at 36 years old where you hit free agency and it's hey where's the, the interest or the interest is is whatever but here you are you're being because of what you did is this is a nice thing to like to actually have zo- these zoom calls and have people say it's it's certainly better than what it was eight months ago, for sure. Yeah, you know when you're, you know, DFA. But you know that that must be a, a nice benefit from this whole thing. Again, I've never been a free agent pitcher coming off a dominant second half, so I don't know. But I would imagine that's fun. Yeah, like, and you know, like I said earlier, like to be like six or seven years younger, and and you know regardless of like the DFA and stuff to do what I did last year, going into being a free agent, like do I wish it happened then for sure. But you know, who's to say that happening then, you know, would have got me where I'm at now or, or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And cool that, you know, my kids are old enough now to, you know, I kind of understand what's going on and they, you know, they like watching and being a part of it. So, you know, part of me is thankful that, that, you know, I'm still 36 and able to, to have a couple more years. What's it like? So, uh, well, the, the, this to tie a bow on. So the free agency thing, what was the last week? Like, like, what was it? Did it come down again? I don't, you don't have to mention a team, but yeah, it- there, were, there were, there were a few teams. Um, the last like five or six days, you know, before I, before, you know, ultimately coming back to the Dodgers. But um, like I said, man, I, I just, I, I felt like the whole time I knew that it was going to end up, you know, being back in. Did you tell your agent that they say, "Hey, listen, all things considered, I want to go back to the Dodgers." One hundred percent. And this is, you know, this is before Otani and Yamamoto and and you know Glass now and, um, like I said earlier, I just I I knew I wanted to come back and and I, I just part of me thought that, you know, if we wait long enough that it'll happen and, here we are. It's it's good. It's it's a pretty good place to you know. Not to sit here and say that, like, if another team, you know, because there there were a few like contending teams that that had that did offer me, and and um, you know, we we talked to you know, like I said, multiple teams, but I think in the back of my mind, like it was it was always going to be like, hey, this is this is where we're at. What do you got, kind of thing? And you know, I don't really know how all that went down. You know, the talks and stuff between you know us and the Dodgers or whatever. But like I said, I. 
from day one, this is where I wanted to be. This is my last tough question. Did anyone ask offer? Did anyone offer you more than the Dodgers ended up offering? No. Okay. Fair. All right. That's good. I mean, not like like total, or and it just um, I, I don't think so. No. I mean, like I said, we had a bunch of stuff like some like one year offers and some ones with options and two years and and stuff like that. But what yeah. do you what do you splurge it on? Nothing yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not yet. No, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, I got everything I need. Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be something related to your like your kids' youth teams or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny no yeah. i don't know man. I, my wife needs a new car we but it's funny because we just we were talking about her getting a new car and we just got the letter in the mail that we paid off the car she has now that really she's had for six years yeah she's had it for six years and we finally paid it off and now she's like well i don't even know if i want a new car what's what's your number no, what do you mean what's your uniform number 57 I think that Sasaki has 57. So just hold on to it for another year. And then when he goes to the Dodgers, <laughs> you, your wife will get a new car. It's science. Somebody was like, too bad Otani didn't want, want 57. I said he could have got it for a lot more than a Porsche. <laughs> a, lot, a lot less than a Porsche. A lot less than a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I don't think it matters. I don't think he's going to put a dent. That yeah. no, He probably got it for free anyways. He did. He's like he's like linked up with Porsche. It's there's yeah. no shame in that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it was so good. It was oh man, the whole thing is just so good. So speaking of being so good, so like you said, you wanted to go back to the Dodgers no matter what. But uh, what what being around? You've been now. You're there. You're around. Does it feel any different um, with sort of this after the shock and awe off season? I mean, I think everybody that walked out of that clubhouse today would be lying if they said that it didn't feel different. And I wasn't in that clubhouse in spring training last year, but, like, how can it not feel different? Mm. You know, you go get arguably one of the best players to ever step on the baseball field, and then you go get Glass now, who is, you know, top of the line, and then Yamamoto, who possibly is top. I mean, it just how can you how can you not feel – some type of excitement or, or, you know, something more than last year, which, which last year they were good. And then even signing like Kershaw back, like it just, and Walker coming back. I mean, it just, how can you, how can you not get, like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, how yeah. can you not get goosebumps over that? Well, uh, you, you see what Mookie said at the fan fest thing about like, no. he said something to the effect of, you know, uh, it's, you know, every, every game is going to be like the world series for every team and players and, it's it you know expectations obviously you know you don't want to fall short i'm totally par i'm paraphrasing the paraphrasing right but but it's it the point is is that everybody the target's on the back right but sure. i'll tell you what i'd rather have a target on my back than have a team that you like you're like oh yeah maybe we'll be good i don't know so yeah 100%. i mean i and the thing is is like when you're that team like even in in 18 with the red Sox, like teams like try harder to beat you but i think that makes you better anyways i mean it just i don't know i just i i, I it's i'm so excited to get the season going as have you seen like yamamoto do a split or anything like no i i, haven't, I don't i don't know if he was there i didn't see him today right. no i didn't see him. and not many people he doesn't want to mingle with you until you officially sign <laughs> doesn't want to get too connected to you i don't even have a nameplate on my locker yet you don't no, until I, until I officially sign. They they let you in though. They did let me in. Well, like I said, like I told you before this, it's it's we have confirmation today that I didn't even tell you like so I said I think we started talking about something else. The baseballs and the Dodgers baseballs and boring shirts are are shipped. They're shipped today. They're addressed to Joe Kelly, so And they they're camelback? They're camelback ranch baseballs and boring shirts? No, no. No, 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 they're going, they're going to Campbell. Oh, oh I All thought right. you. No, 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 like but this is what the part that I didn't get to. So we believe that there's going to be 30 of the regular ones, the one that you have, right? Okay. Already. So don't take one of those. You already have one. Don't be All right. greedy. All right. Okay. 
But one that you can take, I think there's 15 of them being shipped. Baseballs and boring in Japanese. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll we, we think it's accurate. <laughs> well, if anybody knows what it says, I'm going to tell them it says the off. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, again, Joe said that he will wear it every day. He'll alternate the the English and the in the in uh, the Japanese every day. Um, and by the way, it's uh, the one thing that you dodged by not resigning with the Red Sox is Netflix cameras following you around. Yeah, I heard about that. That's kind of wild. What do you think? I, I was not planning on talking about I mean, this, but you're a mate. But you're a mate. So I, here's what pers- here's what I want to get your perspective on because. I think it's really interesting about how players are perceived, right? Like, right. Or, or players want to be perceived. I think ten years ago this never happens. I said we don't want the cameras, we don't, we don't want this. But now I, I sense that players understand the importance of. I hate this, but the quote unquote brand. Um, they like to control the message a lot on Instagram more than anything else. It, it started with like the Players Tribune, right? Like that's that's what it was. And I, Ryan, I also do feel like, and I don't think I'm not going to put you under this umbrella, but I do also feel as an element, we want to be where the cool kids are at. And the Netflix is sort of where the cool kids are at. So that all of this is why I think it's been accepted. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, tell me what well, I'm wrong. I, I, You know, if, if you look at how good like Hard Knocks has done for, I mean, I don't even know how long it's but been on. NFL controlled. Right? Right. So well, I just. I, but I was going to say, like, the golf thing, too. I, yeah, I really yeah. enjoy watching the golf thing. And I, I think a lot of people do. That's why they're making another one. Or even the quarterback thing with, you know, the uh, Mahomes and uh, – Oh, yeah. It's great. Like, thing was awesome, too. So, I I can't imagine that the baseball one's not going to be – No, it's going to really- be great. It's going to be great. My thing is, though, I think that one of the things that, that – So, they don't have final cut. Red Sox don't have final cut. And I've watched some of those, like the director for this that is doing this one did the, I saw the cheerleading one. And a lot of those people in that one didn't come off great. In other words, this isn't hard knocks is controlled to a certain degree. Right. Um, and I'm trying to think about the golf, the, the golf and those, those ones are focusing a lot on individual guys. Right. So I'm just saying that, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see how that happens. Yeah, but you it wasn't too long. You know those guys. Yeah, I just I know those guys. Yeah, so, so are you surprised that they gave the sign-off? I mean, you look at, I'm surprised the players gave the sign-off, yeah. But I don't think they have a, they I don't know they that did. they They said they did. They said, I saw a press. I saw a press release. <laughs> Nick Pavetta said, "Yay!" No, I'm so, sure Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Players rap. Players rap. The uh, you know, and and you know, I wasn't in there when they you know made the announcement or, or tried to pitch them the idea. So it it may be it may be different than than some of the other ones. I don't know. I just I I don't know that I would want to be part of that. Who who do you think? And this is by no stretch of the imagination insulting whoever this is. Who do you think is running to the the trainer running away every time the camera comes around on that team? I ain't saying. Oh come on! It's not no. a, it's not an insult. It's, saying, it's not, I, because it, I know there will be one person that will not want to be around him. I'll give you one guess. If you can guess it, I'll tell you yes or no. All right. All right. Why I'm thinking about it because here's the thing: there's not a lot of. Is it a pitcher or a hitter? Pitcher. Oh, oh, that's okay. Pitcher. So it must be it must be a veteran because the other guys don't have a say. Whitlock. No, I got I got Whit being on camera. I got Whit 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 Whit. I got. Well, he's not going to do anything wrong. That's the thing. Is it like? And you know he's not going to tell anybody no. Oh, he's gonna—he's also gonna be. There's the image of him pulling the sled coming out of the mist at seven thirty in the morning, right? Uh, oh man! Oh, hey, I'll tell you who it is. I'll be real surprised if Martin is on. Oh, in celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. 
The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. That was my next guess. That was my next guess. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally see him like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. I, I was honestly, to take you off the hook, that was my, I didn't, I, Whitlock wasn't even a good guess. Martin was my next guess. Yeah, so, Whitlock was a very good guess. No, because, and you know, like you have, again, there's not a lot of guys. It's not like I said 10 years ago, they wouldn't have done it, right? Because Pedroia wouldn't have done it. Yeah. You know, you know, these guys were like, what? No, I think they actually even tried one year. It's like, no, we're not, no, get, get this out of here. No. Yeah. I was gonna say my another guess I was gonna say was Devers. I don't I don't feel like Yeah, I don't see Rafi wanting to be too much on it. No, no. But no. He, he had to he better get ready because he's gonna be. <laughs> I, I I I do not speak English. I'm sorry. This is not gonna be good for your your production. Yeah. <laughs> um Netflix, they got subtitles. The what? I said Netflix don't care, they got subtitles. Yeah, well, you know. They, they they don't care. That's the thing. I'm like, it's the the thing about the Netflix series or Netflix is is that it they're obviously hoping that the Red Sox win because that's better for business. It's better rating, better ratings, better for business, everything else. But if they don't win, you have to lean into like is this isn't going to be like, oh man, you know they're not winning. Look at the grind. Look at how hard they're working, and they're not what like no. Yeah, but, and it's going to be different than like you said, like the football one, because football's done crappy teams that don't win. But I, I, I think, I what, think they, they've never done, they do it before the season. They do it when like in in right. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like they do teams that like like teams. I don't even I, I could care less about watching on Sundays because they're never any good, but I'll watch hard knocks because hard knocks is good. I love, but, 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 but the point is, is that in the hard knocks, yeah, they are terrible teams, but they, in fact, there's the hope and the optimism of preseason. You have Dan Campbell, like when the, the Lions yeah. sucked and they're going to rip kneecaps off and everybody was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden you turn and they're four and 12. Like, yeah. but the the season's over. The, the the hard knock season's over. Well, I you know, like you said, like the grind. I I think if people follow along, and how do how many weeks is this thing going to be? Is it oh, all season? Season. It's and it's coming out. I don't after. know. I think if I think if people follow along, no, it's coming what? out after. It's coming out after. Oh, it's coming out after. Yeah, it's coming out in two thousand twenty five. So it's like so whatever story you have yeah like this is this is going to be like it's if you have a bad season it's going to be about the bad season I can see it, I can see it going good both ways I mean if you if you have a bad season and somebody's watching this series and it's enough episodes where you like you said you feel like you're going through the grind with them or you like see what everyday grinding is like winning or losing like I feel like, yeah. If you, if they win, more people are gonna watch it, for sure. Yeah. But if they don't win, I feel like people are still gonna watch it because if 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 it's good and people start talking about it, like the golf and the and the quarterback one, people will get on and watch it just to see, you know, like you said, like the grind, like following them through a grindy season. Yeah. Well, I will say this: is it one of the things that hard knocks in like those the golf thing does and everything else? It does make you care about people that you normally wouldn't care about. Hundred percent. Right? As long as those, as long as those people are, you know, likable people. Like for instance, and I use this example. I wasn't. I follow golf, but I wasn't like a huge Tony Finau guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, oh man, like nice guy. Like yeah. he's he's a guy that I, I want to root for. I've watched the te- tennis one. Same thing. So, um, the, the tennis one, 
I watched a tennis one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. I don't believe me. I don't give two shits about tennis. Like I don't right. care, but all of a sudden I see the highlights. I'm like, Oh yeah. So-and-so. And a lot of them, by the way, like a lot of them, I'm like, Oh man, that, I do not want to hang out with that guy. Like the tennis player, like, but, right. but that's what it's going to happen. Like I, I do think I'm going to try to give the, let's try to pick the biggest winner of this. And I'm going to pick, you know, who I'm going to pick Rob ref Snyder. Really? You talking about the, the biggest winner for the Red Sox this season on the net, like the, like who yeah. the people are gonna like? People are gonna come away, say what a nice guy. I mean, you, I don't know, maybe. Well, Canadian people might like. Oh no, no, no! I, I, I told, <laughs> I totally take that back. I, I a hundred percent. I and I believe, like I believe that a guy like Rob Snyder can come away looking good, and people can care about him, yeah. and it'll be good for him. Absolutely. There's not even a question who's going to come away as the bigger star, as the mm. biggest, like people like in Milwaukee, like, oh, I didn't know who that was. And now I know who he is. Not even a question. All right. Hold on. Let me. Not even Pitch. a question. Hitter. Were they there last year? Like, were they there with me? Were they there last year? Who wasn't there? There's no new players on that team. That's true. People left. Jaron Duran. No. Who? No. Cassis. Oh, probably. Not even quest. Not even a question. Not you even. know who? But you know who it would have been. Turner. Probably a no, a world superstar if they were still there. Oh come Ber- on, Verdugo. Doogie for sure. For <laughs> sure. Doogie would have the most. He'd have his name searched more than anybody on Twitter. Seriously. Damn. Damn, I wish Doogie there was, was still there's there. So, there's so much. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, you know, this is, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but Cassis, <laughs> like, the image – they're going to have video, and this is like – he was doing this without any cameras on him. No, where um, he's on the – yeah. Well, not even – you know what he was doing last year? He was walking outside the park shirtless, like walking around. because he was Yeah. Like people would see him like walking because that's when he was getting his son. So I, I there's not there's not even a question. Not, I mean, I don't – this is another part of this whole equation, <laughs> right? You know, now, now it's hitting for you, right? Yeah. Now you're like 100%. But that's the other part about this. I think it'll be good for the Red Sox because I don't think from the outside, and I know it's different when you're on the inside. You know guys better than I know them and everything else. But from the outside, is not a lot of personality plus. in term, I've been around clubhouses that have. Right. But there's not like you've taken out even the guys you've taken out Verdugo, Turner, you know, like there's not there's not a lot of like, but what this series will do, it makes those it makes the guys who you would never know. I'm not even talking about Casas. I'm talking about. I don't know. Like, again, Ref Snyder, like like a guy like it'll take guys and like make people care about them. Whereas. And for the Red Sox, that's a good thing because they need people to care. The Dodgers, if the Dodgers did this, yeah, part of me thinks that. Uh, part, part of me thinks, and I, you know, obviously, there's probably like a list of teams Netflix went to and was like, "Hey, do you want to do it? Hey, do you want to do it? Hey, do you want to do it?" But like, Red Sox have a lot of people all over the country. Like, no, I know. You know I, it, 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 they're they're going to get watched regardless. I think what happens, you know, during the season. Yeah, I just I think. Certainly, but but Ryan, like it's 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 going the other way, you know. And and everyone, the the reaction when this came out was predictable. Was that's good, but where are the players? You know, that's good, but you know, we don't want this announcement. We want the Jordan Montgomery announcement. Like that's what where people right. are at. But right. a year from now, who knows? It would be interesting. The Dodgers are the ex- other extreme of this, right? The the Dodgers have. 
Oh my God. Like, and that's, and that's one of the things that Joe always said. I don't know if you were on this last year, the backstage Dodgers thing that they do. That's mm. it's a, it's like a, it's a team controlled video thing where they follow a player around whatever, but that's right. team control. But still, can you imagine it, it'd be too much? Like the thing is that Dodgers don't need that. Like why you, if you're not making any money off it, which the Red right. Sox supposedly aren't, then why bother? Like they're why? not. No. The players aren't? I don't know. Not that I know of. Hmm. Maybe I should look into this. They said they the team said they aren't making any money off of it. I can't the team I just I can't see either I mean that blows my mind that, that the team I mean I just I couldn't see either side doing that without getting money. The 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 money is Netflix is about to make off of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well well the the again the way we had out on Adam Grossman, chief marketing officer for the Red Sox, on uh, yesterday or the day before, and he said, "Was very adamant. We aren't making. We don't have final cut. We aren't making money. This is purely a marketing thing, purely a marketing play." So, I mean, but that's where they're at. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see. You know, and surely the players had to had to agree with it. Yeah, they agree. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see the players union letting that happen. But what? I mean, how much money is it going to make a dent that makes a dip? Like for what are they going to say? We're going to give you for per play. We're going to give you fifty grand to do this. Does that make that big of a difference to the players? I mean, depends on who you ask. But that's the thing. Is it like all it would take is a Rafi Devers said, "I'm not doing that." And and I don't know how many players you – that's the thing is that we don't know how many – the players – the majority of the players, sure, they have, but how many players would it take to say we don't want to do it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because they don't you have – The thing is, is, even not making money, I mean, you know, if, if the Red Sox came out and just started, you know, had a great season and they had a couple people that, you know, really came out of nowhere or something – you have a, you probably have a chance to make money on the back end of it after after it's over with people oh. figuring out who you are. Oh yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, like for instance, if um, you imagine if, if this was eighteen oh. and it came out and Joe the shit with Joe happened, it, that you could have sold five trillion oh. baseball boring shirts. I'm serious. Like he he would have been the most famous person on the planet. That episode when it when it would come out on Netflix instantly he. I mean, he already was, but it would be. Well, no, but let's play this out. So the way that they have it, it would have come out in 2019, which is after, you know, after the World Series, you guys win the World Series. You have that moment, the Tyler Austin moment, the Joe Kelly Fight Club moment. And let's just say baseballs and boring was going on. Holy mackerel. Like, yes. So, but you know what? <laughs> You know what? The, yes, a shipment of baseballs and boring T-shirts are going to the Camelback Ranch. But my wife is driving down the East Coast right now, and in the back of our Jeep is about 30 red and white baseballs and boring shirts that are going to be all over Netflix. <laughs> oh, let's go. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, dummy. Yes. But you remember – Ryan, we weren't even doing anything with it. I just had T-shirts. It was like no even reason to do it. Like we just like, hey, I didn't even have the book. I didn't have anything. And what was that? Twenty? No, no, that was twenty. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. TK wore his every single day. I remember. Yeah, and and there was it was like okay, like because you know why people like free T-shirts, they like good T-shirts, and yeah. they like they like to pretend like they know like the message, right? Right. Am I right. wrong? No, for hundred percent. Yeah. I mean you can saw I forget what like how how queers is to press conferences, you know, so how, yeah, yeah. Oh hey, he sleeper. Sleeper on the Oh, get oh get a lot of buzz? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Did you see what he did? I know it worked. I don't no. care. But did you see what he did when he got hit in the face? Um like so, he had we had him on. We actually had a picture. We had a, I did a video of it on his locker on a chain. He had the um, imaging. They made the the skull his, his cracked face, 
So he asked him to do like the imaging of it. And then they did a mold of his face and he put it on Rafi, Rafi Devers, like chain night. He put it on (laughs) one of those. So he had a chain of his head. That's great. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's uh, he's not, He's not running away from the camera, but it's not like he's he's not a self promoter. He, I think he's just a nice guy, like Whitlock. Yeah, for sure. But I, I could see him getting a big boost out of it for hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And we aren't even talking about like a minor leaguer who comes up, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. So I I I get I there's a there's a lot to dig in on this, and I I think that you raise a good point. Are the players getting paid? I don't know. No, I don't know either. But yeah, it's, like the I'll team- definitely watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out. I oh tell yeah, you that. of course you are. Who isn't? Like, listen, I watch. Right, I, I, I can't. I can't wait to watch it, and I'm gonna be like texting and making fun of them on the side. <laughs> I watch. I I watch World War II documentaries like all the time. It's gonna be good <laughs> yeah. to break off. I watch. Yeah, there's nothing. And if something like this pops up on Netflix. It's I I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. That's going to be uh, the well, like the the tennis and the golf ones are usually like eight episodes or something like that. Yeah, I think maybe they break them down into like months. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> anyway. All right, last thing. What I'm I'm sorry, man. What happened to you, Cowboys? Oh come on, dude! You already made fun. You already like referenced them twice. We no, don't have to. I reference them once. You're just like digging the knife. No, in. no, I'm not. I want you're 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 our baseballs and boring Cowboys correspondent. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. It's so frustrating being a are Cowboys. You, are you upset that uh, McCarthy's still there? I mean, we went twelve and five. We won. I mean, I just we won our division. We played our defense. I, all year, our defense. People said it was so good and so good and so good. And, like, we gave up 40 points, like, six times or something. I mean, it just – and then, the, the play, you know, typical playoffs, like, we couldn't score until the end and we was already down and it just – Did you think Belichick was going to be named the coach? No. Did you oh, did Bel- I think he was going to be named a coach somewhere? No, or with the Cowboys. Uh, No. Vrabel. I, I was hoping. I thought I that's what I said. I thought that would have been an awesome fit. I, I did too. I thought it would have been a good fit, but I, I'll be honest, I don't know. I and it's hard for me to say. I, I, I feel like we've had the same exact coach for the last 20 years. Well well they well they with, with the fact besides Bill Parcells. And the reason they didn't keep Bill Parcells is because he wanted it to be his football team. Which, uh, listen, people can say what they want about Jerry Jones and he should hire a GM and he should do this and he should do that. They pick good players. Well, let me tell. Let's just let me tell you this. If I'm the fucking owner of a team, excuse my language. It's all right. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm the GM. I'm the president of operation. I'm doing whatever I want with whoever I want. And you know, it sucks as a Cowboys fan sometimes, but like I can't blame Jerry Jones. And I, I and I don't like people that blame Jerry Jones because every year we have five or six Pro Bowlers or you know All Pros or whatever it is, and they don't they don't get past the first round. So at what point, you know, it can't be keep being Jerry Jones's fault. Two things: number one is that Jerry Jones's weak spot is that he holds on to coaches too long. Agree. Dave Campo, Jason Garrett, now McCarthy. Like and the best one we had, he got rid of because, and Bill Parcells because Bill Parcells wanted to do things his way. Right. So and, and the biggest thing that I've seen, and and this is with Jason Garrett and Mike McCarthy, neither neither side of our offensive defensive line have like any. Like we have, they have so many penalties. Like we have guys lining up two plays in a row offsides. Like how do you do that? How do you do that as as a as a as a as a football player, and listen, I I understand because as an athlete, like I know shit doesn't always go with how you want stuff, but like I don't know, I just it's so frustrating being a Cowboys fan, and I 
I don't know that McCarthy's the problem. Like, I, my thing last – we had Kellen Moore as our defense or our offensive coordinator. For, like, four years in a row, Zeke was one of the better yards per carry rushers in football. Lining up six or seven yards behind the quarterback and running between the tackles. Kellen Moore gets in charge, and we start running, like, read pass options. And Zeke sucks. So we think Tony Pollard's going to be the guy. Well, then we try to run between the tackles, and he can't do it. And Zeke actually – I mean, Zeke had a decent year. I don't know if he I would like have done it. I like Zeke, yeah. I, and I I just um, – I don't know. And well, we talked second- about uh, – I. Don't even get me started. I'm so I'm so mad that I'm not in Vegas right now getting ready for the freaking Super Bowl. Would you have gone? Yes. I mean, if, if they would have let me, if I if they would if I could have got my work done and I could have got there by the game, I would have went. But it would have put a big dent in that in that new so contract I, of yours. I'll tell you what, it's fucking worth it now. I would have one thousand percent been at that game. You know what? If I just would have let me. You should have, you should have. Your agent did an awesome job, but you should. There is nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with saying, "I'll go to you," but you got to get me Super Bowl tickets and tell me that they wouldn't do that. They would do that. I don't know about. I don't know if they would. Not for me. Maybe for Otani. No, they would. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Otani could have said, "Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, I want a private island too." Yeah, of course they yeah. would have done. It. Yeah, but no, I think absolutely. So the the la- the, the other thing was. You said if you were owner of a team, you would do this, this, and this. Well, now you have the money to own at least a Blake Snell-like Little League team. <laughs> so that's where you should invest your money. My, my, dude, my son's been talking to me about it for since the offseason. Oh, we're going to build a facility. We're going to have a team. I mean, he he's already got it all mapped out. Ryan Brazier Field. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Eddie, we we solved a lot of the world's problems. I appreciate it. I wish we could have solved the Cowboys' problems. <laughs>